Okay, uh, good morning everyone, welcome back. We continue over here with Ori Yisrael um, after we finished solving most of the world's problems just now, um, both Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and, and everywhere else. Unfortunately, all the solutions were not caught on tape, but we're going to begin recording now as we go further in Ori Yisrael. And uh, we're in Michtav Ches over here. And um, up to the paragraph that begins, Devarim Halalu, and Rabbi Yisrael has established not just one now, but two principles that we have to keep in front of us, and that he's going to be referring back to as he goes through the continuation of this michtav. Two very sobering principles in terms of how to look at mitzvahs, but really the focus right now is on Averis. Principle number one is um, the Lufum Tzara Agra principle applies to Averis as well, and not all Averis are going to be punished to the same degree, even when it's the same exact Avera, done by the same exact person. But if it's two different circumstances and two different situations, two different things that were going on in his life at the time, so the punishment of the Avera is always going to be linked to the difficulty in resisting the Avera. And there's going to be an inverse proportion between the ease of resisting the Avera and the severity of the punishment. The easier it was for me to resist, the less sour I was really, you know, was 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 uh, necessary for me to endure to fight the Aveira. Um, therefore, there has to be a much bigger einish. The the more tsar that I had to resist in 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 overcoming the Aveira mitigates the Aveira, makes it less of an Aveira, and therefore, for the etzim act of disobeying. I get less of an einish. Conversely, when it comes time to making the cheshbon, you know, and getting punished for the Aveiro, we, we have taken something else to account as well. This is the second side of Rabbi Yisrael. There are two properties of the Aveiro that have to be taken into account when it comes to punishing a Yid. One is the act of disobedience, the act of rebellion, the actual doing the Aveiro, the second one is the payoff from the Avera, the profit. What did I gain as a result of that Avera? And all that has to be taken into account as well when it comes to, to, to the comeuppance, to the consequences. A yid can never profit from an Avera. And said differently, th that's, that's like the cloud, but the lumbus behind that cloud is the Avera and its punishment is not... Um, a reprimand is not a deterrent. It's consequential. It's consequential to the damage that I caused to myself and to my neshama and to the world through the Avera. And the same way the, the Avera can make payers, can make dividends, so the damage is making dividends. This is a, a, a huge black hole that sends out ripples that keeps ripping its way further and further and further and keep gobbling more things up into that dark mass of this Avera the Aveira keeps propagating itself, and therefore the consequences have to match those propagations and those ripples. And the way to say that is you can't be marviach, you can't make rebach, you can't make profit from an Aveira. The way of understanding that is that this is still the damage of the Aveira. We gave an example yesterday from Rebitzala that this woman who broke Wonder Abonan at age 19, so she should be able to have a happy, fulfilled, married life, 
And so she married one of the witnesses that Midaraisa, she's allowed to marry, that testified that she's no longer an Aguna. So we have to compare that happy, fulfilled life with Kindlach and Enoklach and Ur Enoklach to the life of spinsterhood, of, 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 of uh, an altar madel, never and being an Aguna for an entire life. And that one Dirabbanan has to now come with an Einish, which is greater than all of that fulfilled happiness that she got. This is a frightening aside. But the Rabbi Sol is now going to return to the first one, which is that the act of doing the Avera, how much of an Avera did I do in terms of the act, that's measured by how challenging it was for me to not do the Avera. So Tavar Mahalalu says, Rabbi Sol, Yaku Shoirish Belev Adam. when we really, you know, get this and, and understand this, this will strike a nerve in a person's heart. Yaku Shoirish Belev Adam. They will, you know, grab us at, at, at the very nerve center of, of, of our beings, existences, and really electrify us, like stun us over there. If we really now look into um, how the Torah looks at all the Averis that we're expected not to do. To see just how much we are obligated to withstand inconvenience and discomfort in not doing an Avera, or, or in performing a mitzvah, especially in my own personal life, my own personal challenges. Now, Rabbi Yisrael is slipping, out, slipping in, into the, the, uh, to the discussion over here, an idea that when we talk about the discomfort and the challenges and the difficulties in, 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 in making sure that I do mitzvahs and, and avoiding Averas, there is the subject and the objective. There is objectively just how difficult for everyone spending money and resisting uh, you know temptation but then there is the subject of how I'm personally built I everyone's built differently so I could have my own disyoyness which make for me what a certain avera more difficult a different avera less difficult but you for someone else it may be the other way around and that's also taken into account every person is diff- built differently Every person has, you know, a, a, a different uh, um, set of characters, character traits, characteristics, which makes his personal relationship to the world of the mitzvahs he has to do and the averes he has to avoid different than everyone else. So some per- one person should get more into the expectations and demands for tamatayro because he's more inclined over there. Someone else hilchas ribis. That's where he's more inclined to, to work. Someone, the halach is overcharging. I mean, I know it's not clear which one of his role means. Contextually, it could mean either one. I know this. I know it's dvarim and I know it's mammon. I know it's mammon means unfair business practices, charging, overcharging, um, underselling, you know, uh, messing around with the market. Uh, but there's also I know it's dvarim, which is just not being nice to people, speaking uh, emotional, verbal abuse, verbal abuse. That's I know it's dvarim. Um, yeah, Kenzine. Um, how appropriate and how pertinent this this exploration is, especially when we come into the Aserasi Made Shuva, says Rabbi Yisrael. Limsay Derek Ketzas La Aziva Sanchet. To use this. Uh, clarity that Rabbi Yisrael is giving us on how Averis work and Mrs. work and how they're personalized and subjective to our, you know, our own individual um, struggles. 
when we approach Aseris Yimei Tshuva, where it's so important to focus on Azivas HaChetz, on abandoning Averis, getting rid of Averis, but more importantly, stopping from doing Averis. Why, why are we putting an emphasis on Azivas HaChetz? Asher he HaYesoyed HaRashi Evan Hapino. That is the, the, the foundational block of all of our tshuva activity that we have to be doing now is um, stopping from doing Averis. L- l- let's pause for a moment and, and uh, focus in on that. Rabbi Sol is now putting a, a lot of emphasis on Azivas HaChet. He, he's getting, bringing us back to approaching Rosh Hashanah. He's bringing us back to the Aser Simei Tshuva, the 10 days of repentance. And he's, he's zooming in, locking in on stop doing Averis. Um, so immediately we know that you have to, stopping to do Averis is um, a primary part of Tshuva. Um, the Rishonim tell us that the three steps of Tshuva are Charata, Aziva I have to stop doing the Averis. Charata, I have to feel bad. Kabbalah, I have to make a, a, a resolution not to do it again. And then that's capped by the fourth step, which is Vidui. Um, the Rishonim tell us this. Uh, but the, the beginning is is Aziv uh, Just if I want to do tshuva, I have to stop doing the Aveira. And um, it's interesting that the Rambam in Hilchas Tshuva, um, when he talks about how to do tshuva, he doesn't mention Aziv Zachet, actually. The Rambam in Hilchas Tshuva, when he, he told, goes through the halachas of doing tshuva, how we do tshuva, what tshuva is about, why and how. So Rama talks about vidui, you know, clapping al-chait. He talks about having charata. He talks about having, you know, uh, remorse and regret for doing the Aveira. He talks about a resolution, but the Rama doesn't mention anywhere about stopping to do the Aveira. And if it's such a basic part of doing tshuva, how can the Rama doesn't mention this? I once heard a vort, um, unfortunately I don't remember a lot of what he said, but I remember one of two things that what he, what he said, the, uh, the great Rashiv of Panovich, uh, Rivero Pavarsky, so um, he had some mishpach in my neighborhood, Sanhedrin in Yerushalayim. And many, 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 many years ago, someone arranged for him to come Elul and give a shir once a week on... Uh, no, for him to come uh, always, uh, once a week and give like a Shekav Olamdash a shir on like the Parsha, mitzvahs from the Parsha, whatever. So I remember once he came in and gave a shir on tshuva. Um, it, was, it was Elul time. And he asked this question on the Ram. In fact, the Ram doesn't mention anything about Aziv Zachet. He said, Eisenavart. He said, Rambam is talking about Hilchas Tshuva over there. How to do Tshuva. The Ram doesn't mention stopping to do the Aver because that's not a chalik of Tshuva. Because as long as I haven't stopped doing the Aver yet, as long as I haven't stopped doing the Aver, I'm still Makush of the Aver. It's like Toivu Yimshar, it's Biyadoy. We're not even holding by Tshuva. You can only do Tshuva when, you, when you're not doing Averis anymore, when you're matzav of not doing Averis, as long as I have not done Azivas HaChet, I haven't stopped doing the Avera, you're, you're not even holding in Hilchus Tshuva. You can only be in Hilchus Tshuva when you're someone who can do Tshuva, which means a person who's no longer attached to Averis. If you're attached to doing Averis, you're not holding by Tshuva yet. So it's not a chalik of Tshuva, it's, it's, it's worse than that. Worse than that. Taivalim Sheretz Biyadah is going to the Mikvah with, with, with the... A dead rat, a dead rat. That's what he said. So, so um, we see, you know, on uh, Aleph, 
when Rabbi Yisrael is, is locking in, excuse me, an azivas hachet, stopping to do the Avera, certainly, you know, we know why Rabbi Yisrael is putting an emphasis on that. Um, and he wants to encourage <laughs> us and inspire us to make a lot of activity over here in just stopping Averis that we're doing. But more than that, I, before this is very important to speak this up before we go on. Again, we, we can't say this enough times that Rabbi Yisrael was the master of, of um, methodology, but practical methodology. He was the, the master of methodology and the purveyor of prag, pragmatism. That's what Rabbi Yisrael was. He, he had everything what he knew us people, Tchunas HaNefesh, and by him, Tshuva is really one thing and one thing only. What's, what's Tshuva from Rabbi Yisrael's perspective? Tshuva is not, you know, standing before the Rebbeinu Shalolam, Ni'ila, at the end of Yom Kippur, and saying, Tata! Tata, I, I'm sorry! I'll, I'll be better, I'll have a better year. And, and uh, you know, shouting to the Rebbeinu Shalolam, shouting to the Tata, crying, and, and, and uh, sincere connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu there in the Eva time, by Yisrael, that's the last thing that Shuvah is. Shuvah is all about making sure that next year is going to be a different year. Being very practical. You had a bad year. We had a rotten year. Shuvah doesn't mean, you know, standing before HaKadosh Baruch Hu and crying and screaming and asking for mercy, saying the Yudgil Mamidas HaRachimim again and again and again, Hashem Hu Elikim. Shuvah means a sincere approach to myself and, and, and being able to stand before Hashem and, and submitting a plan that I know next year is going to be a different year. Change. Tshuva means change. And practical change. I, I did things this year that I shouldn't have done. What's my plan that I'm not going to do those things again next year? That is all very, you know, it's got to be thought out, got to be worked out. It's never just about the, 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 the distress, the cry, the, the, the uh, you know, appeal to Hashem, it's about the practicalities of it. So that's why Yisrael's focusing on Azivas HaChet, because what he really wants us to get is that, you know, if we want to do tshuva, we're coming to Rosh Hashanah, we're approaching Aser Semei Tshuva, we have to know, are we throwing these Averis overboard in a very real way that I'm really not going to do them again? So that's why Rabbi Yisrael is bringing Azivas HaChet over here and combining it with this outlook of, hey, not all Averis are created equal, and the first place for us to look is the enormous Averis that are enormous because they're easily avoidable. The Averis that we're doing that we don't have to be doing, and that's why they're so enormous. And again, if we want to do real tshuva, real tshuva is about being practical, being practical is about Azif, 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 next year I'm not going to do the Averis. So it says to Yisrael, let's start with the Averis that are the easiest ones to throw overboard. The ones that are the easiest to avoid that I'm doing anyway. Let's see that inside. Who? Ravid and Rilly said that somebody smoked on Shabbos. That if you smoke 20 cigarettes, it's not, you can't compare the Shemaising that he's going to get for the 20th cigarette as opposed to 19 because you didn't have to have that 20th. Cigarette. Oh! Ex- very good. Excellent. Mamish this side, yes. So it says with Yisrael, the Kabbalah Limtsoi Derech Bedvarim Harakilim. We want to work on Azif Azachet. We want to work on, you know, being able to throw Averis overboard. Really not doing next year things that we were doing this year. It's hard, as we saw again, from a very practical standpoint, 
hard to start in, where, where, where we're used, things that we're used to doing, things that we're, we're already entrenched in. It's very hard to start over there. Things that we're already, you know, addicted to, let's say. Things that, we're, that, things that are, are worked into our um, lifestyle. Very hard to start over there with the things that are, various, that are very difficult to resist. But when we come armed with the outlook, the perspective of Israel is giving us, and we look through our daily life and our weekly life and our monthly life it, with all the details, with the focus that Israel is giving us, we get our Again, looking at the Averis that are easier to avoid and the ones that are more difficult to avoid, the callous and the Kvedis, the ones that I'm doing that I don't have to be doing. Chaval, Chaval Averis. I can now accept upon myself a sustainable resolution. Note what he says. Kabbalah shel kayama. By Yisrael, it's not a Kabbalah shel kayama. It's nishken Kabbalah. It's not a Kabbalah. It's not a resolution. It's like we do, like you know, most of us do, and, and most people do, and what we're used to doing by Neila, coming with a whole long laundry list of resolutions, Kabbalahs that we're making before the Rebbein Shalom. If they're all going to be broken, you know, within the next 24 hours, it's not a Kabbalah. Kabbalah shel kayama means it's got to be sustainable. And one sustainable Kabbalah is, is worth a thousand times more than three dozen Kabbalahs that are just like Levesh, that, that, that are never going to go anywhere. That are like, you know, very beautiful, but in, in, in a very impractical academic sense. Who cares about those Kabbalahs? Those Kabbalahs are worth nothing. Like one Kabbalah Shal Kayama says, that's real tshuva. That's change. That's change. That's, that, that, that's what we want. That's Aziva Zachit. I'm a different person now. I'm a different person because I have a Kabbalah Shokayama. We want a Kabbalah Shokayama to have real change. The Shalakosh Baruch, we're doing real tshuva. We want a Kabbalah Shokayama. Let's take this perspective and look for the Averis that are the Chaval Averis. Averis that I don't have to be doing, that I'm doing anyway. They're easily avoidable. They're easily avoidable. Lishmor Oisoy Begeder Akalus Lefanov. To work on those first, Asher that we can look at them as a separate category. So now we understand why Yisrael had that whole hakdama. Now he's bringing it back to Tshuva, to, to, to Rosh Hashanah, and he's showing us how, with arms, with again, with this clarity, we can have a real solid plan for getting on a track to doing real Tshuva. Start with those Averas, which are easily avoidable and, and trim, uh, enormous, because they're easily avoidable. That, that, that there'll be such a chash of a Tshuva. If I focus over there, I'm going to, in one move, I can avoid the majority of the averse that I'm doing. Because Rebbe believes that the majority of the averse that we do over the course of the week are averse that we're really doing bishat nafshenu, just carelessly, through through sloppiness and through, um, you know, um, just not, 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 lack of awareness and are very easily avoidable. Isn't that what you're saying? Rebbe the averse are, are coming without struggles. Rebbe the averse I'm doing, you know, just how, how I'm trained myself to talk, how I train myself to daven, how I train myself... To, to, to approach learning. So many areas, business, are, are very easily avoidable and they just become part of my routine, but, but they're not because they're difficult and, 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 uh, and irresistible, because I'm not thinking about them anymore. I want to start over there first, A, because they're avoidable, and B, because those Averis that are the easily avoidable ones, they're the ones that I'm going to stand to be much more punished for because of their ease in, 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 in uh, uh, avoidance. <coughs> and that's definitely where I want to start first, and that's a real tshuva. Okay, so this is a good place to stop. He's going to go a step further tomorrow, though. We're going to see. Um, again, Rabbi Sol is not done with... with um, sobering us up over here. 
with frightening ideas and insights. He has yet another one that he's going to pull out of his hat over here, something else that's up his sleeve, in terms of how to shtelovek, how to define and parameterize kalos and kvedas, avirs that are easy to avoid and hard to avoid. He's going to tell us what we may think, we, we may define as an avir that's difficult to avoid, may not be Hashem's definition of our personal avirs that are difficult to avoid. We'll see that tomorrow, and uh, everyone should have a wonderful today. Thank you.